I'm Jason Chaffetz. I'm Ainsley Earhart. I'm Brian Kilmeade, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, November 14th, 2023. I'm John Saucier. A massive show of support for Israel today in Washington, D.C. with the so-called March for Israel demonstration right there on the National Mall. Tens of thousands of people showed up to this in direct contrast to many pro-Palestinian protests that we've seen already. We needed to make a visible demonstration that indeed the overwhelming majority of Americans support the policies that the President and the Congress have pursued, and we want those policies to continue. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. You can go online and make all the mean comments you want. In this day and age, it does turn out that in-person demonstrations still do mean something. And that was personified today in the March for Israel in Washington, D.C. Americans of all backgrounds uh, are feeling that they have to stand up and be counted. Our guest is not only the president and CEO of the Jewish Federations of North America, but also one of the organizers of the march, Eric D. Fingerhut. Because Israel's war against Hamas is exactly the same as America's war against Al-Qaeda, against ISIS, uh, and, uh, and so it's not only the Jewish community uh, that is feeling the need to support Israel at this time, but also broad range of Americans. So people came out. And, uh, and finally, John, this rise of anti-Semitism that we're seeing is just purely an attempt to intimidate uh, the Jewish community from standing up for its values and standing up for Israel. And I think people just had enough, and they wanted to come out and stand in the most visible place you can possibly be, the National Mall in Washington, D.C., and say uh, enough. Now, we heard from a number of people. Eric, you yourself spoke here at this event, but uh, some of the more notable speeches were from people like the Senate Majority Leader, Democrat Chuck Schumer. Also heard from the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. He gave a very pro-Israel message. But for me, Eric, some of the more impactful speeches were from those family members of people who are still being held hostage in Gaza. What was it like for you? What was it like for the crowd hearing from those people? Because you really, you can hear the desperation in their voices when they speak. So deeply painful. I mean, just any one of your listeners can try to put yourself in the position of a mother that doesn't know what's happened to their son, uh, or you know, or a family member that that has six cousins and sisters and brothers held captive. You, you can't even imagine babies, uh, and we're talking about now for thirty-nine days. I mean, this is so inhumane. This is so barbarous. Um, and uh, and it just has to be kept in front uh, of the world's attention. And you know, our our hearts just go out to to the family members, but they have such courage. They wanted to be there. They wanted to tell their stories. Uh, they feel that they have a an obligation to their family members and their loved ones who are in captivity to continue to be raising uh, the uh, the banner. Um, and so uh, it was a very impactful, very impactful moment for sure. I mentioned some of the speakers. You had the Senate Majority Leader, the Speaker of the House. One notable absence, though, is the President of the United States, Joe Biden. He does have travel plans on Air Force One heading to San Francisco. He's got a summit over there. Were you surprised the President didn't at least stop off real quick before flying out? No, we, we understand. He's got a very important uh, meeting with the uh, with the leader of China, it's an important issue in the world. And uh, President Biden has really been extraordinary in his support. 
Uh, I think you know that he actually flew to Israel, the first American president ever that's gone to Israel in wartime, uh, to express his condolences for the losses uh, that were suffered, uh, the murders that were that were committed, and to also uh, express his solidarity. And, of course, he's proposed uh, extraordinary aid and support. Uh, the American military is deployed in, in, in the Gulf, not... Uh, you know, not uh, for Israel's sake, but because America is also uh, uh, at war with the terrorists uh, in uh, in that region. So uh, I think that the crowd expressed uh, its appreciation for everything that President Biden has done, um, and uh, and certainly understood uh, that uh, you know that that he was attending to to the other business today. There have been a number of high-profile pro-Palestinian protests around the country, but today we heard from the supporters of Israel. It was in the form of the March for Israel on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. Eric Fingerhut is not only president and CEO of the Jewish Federations of North America, but also one of the organizers of Tuesday's event. Ahead, we'll talk to him about what the protesters on the other side have been clamoring for, a ceasefire in this conflict. Stay tuned for more right after this. Our guest today is Eric D. Fingerhut, who is the president and CEO of the Jewish Federations of North America. Huge show of support from the North American continent today, specifically in Washington, D.C., with this March for Israel on the National Mall. It was a major event that just kind of popped up suddenly almost, and tens of thousands of people are in Washington, D.C., in a pro-Israel protest. It seems like what we've been seeing, at least on television, in, in the media, and most notably on social media, are pro-Palestinian protests in college campuses and big cities. I know here in New York where I am, they had shut down the Brooklyn Bridge for a second. What is your message for those on the other side who are calling for a ceasefire in this conflict? And they cite the Gaza Health Ministry saying that there is more than 11,000 dead Palestinians so far. What's your message for those protesters? So, so let's start with every single death of an innocent civilian is a tragedy. And uh, you know, Israel is sacrificing its own uh, young men and women uh, to, to uh, prosecute this war inch by inch so that they can warn and evacuate as many innocent civilians as possible. And it, unfortunately, it's been Gaza, it's been the Hamas that's been blocking them from leaving, shooting at them when they try to take uh, uh, advantage of evacuation routes, refusing to let in food and fuel. Uh, it, it, the, the world sees plainly, and that's why, you know, we actually uh, commissioned a, a poll, released it uh, today, uh, conducted by Harris, a very, a very, very, you know, reputable organization, uh, and it showed that 82% of Americans not only support Israel's right to defend itself, but specifically are supporting the response uh, that Israel's making and understands that it's Hamas that's responsible uh, for these humanitarian uh, losses. By the way, that doesn't that doesn't make it okay. I mean, we, the pain of uh, of uh, of these civilian casualties is real. Uh, you know, Golda Meir famously said, "We can forgive you for killing our sons. We can't forgive you for making our kids kill uh, our sons kill kill others." We, nobody nobody uh, uh, wants that. But a ceasefire uh, would just simply allow Hamas to maintain its control over these Palestinian civilians and allow it to maintain a military headquarters in a hospital where there's a, where there's a children's ward. These things are unconscionable. They're barbarous, and they have to come to an end. And so it's really this war that is, uh, that is, going, to be, uh, that is going to free the Palestinians uh, in Gaza as much as it is 
uh, the hostages and free Israel of the terrorist threat. And I, and I just simply have to say that uh, I, I understand why uh, you, this language is used, but to call any of these rallies pro-Palestinian uh, is, is just not accurate, frankly. Uh, these are, these are, are, are rallies in support of what was, you know, murder and rape and torture and beheadings of children. I mean, it's just awful stuff to even contemplate how anyone could, could rally in support of such, such actions uh, is just completely beside me. Finally, let's talk about your rally today. Tens of thousands of people there, big media coverage. Do you think that you achieved your objectives when putting this together? Are you satisfied with the result of how it went today? Well, I am uh, for today, but it's just one day. <laughs> But I, I do have to say, you know, I mentioned already in this conversation that, that we know for a fact, uh, as recently with data as recently as this morning, um, that the vast, vast majority of Americans uh, do uh, support Israel. They understand the nature of this conflict, um, and, they are, uh, uh, and, they, and they know what has to be done. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, as you also mentioned uh, in this conversation, um, because of uh, you know, of protests that have, that have happened, uh, they, uh, you know, people question uh, uh, whether that's the case or not. And we needed to make a visible demonstration that indeed uh, the overwhelming majority of Americans support the policies that the president and the Congress have pursued, um, and we want those policies to continue. I mean, think about this. The U.S. Senate voted 100 to nothing uh, for a resolution supporting Israel's actions. The U.S. House 435 members, only nine dissents, and you should talk to those people about those nine. But, I mean, this, this is unprecedented. It's bipartisan. It's overwhelming. And that is what's happening in the American public, too. Um, and that's why we had to make this demonstration of strength today on the National Mall. That's where you come in this country uh, to make the statement that we wanted to make today. And we did it. Well, congratulations on pulling it off. It was quite the event for sure. And uh, we had plenty of coverage of it and plenty to talk about with it. Eric D. Fingerhut, the president and CEO, Jewish Federations of North America. Thanks for taking some time with us on, I know it was a crazy busy day for you to speak about it on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. John, thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com.